0: Joining me on the Colchester podcast today is one of the founding members of Colchester in Bloom, Pam Schomburg. Pam, welcome.
1: Thank you, Will. Good morning. Good
0: morning. Now, Pam, Colchester looks stunning at the moment. We've had a lot of rain recently, after a lot of sunshine, and we've got all these beautiful planters all over town with lovely flowers. Now, I think a lot of people assume that that's all down to the council, um, but that's not true, is it? And Colchester in Bloom are largely responsible for many many planters across town and you're a entirely voluntary-led organization so would you mind telling me and our listeners whereabouts do you plant flowers bulbs and shrubs across colchester
1: um when i can't take credit for all of the planters that are in town at the moment for the last two years um a lot of the planting has been done by the colchester bid and they've actually raised the profile and For us, but it's so important to have flowers in the town, any town. So I'm very, very indebted to the bid for what they do. Uh, They've sort of raised a lot of planting into places, areas that are very run down, like Queen Street and Osborne Street. Our planters this year are in the High Street. We've got 10 planters down the middle of the High Street. Have you seen them, the two double black ones?
0: I have indeed. They look beautiful.
1: Yes, and we planted those up ourselves this year. Um, and they really will come on and look fabulous. We're also going to be pushing up, they're outside my house right now, they're just delivered yesterday by Craft Nurseries, um, hanging baskets outside the Mercury, on the green, on the post, there'll be eight there, and half boxes on the walls of Trinity Church on the railings, but I think that's a really important part in the town. But we're adding this year as well, to some of the posts in the high street that just say no parking. And they will be going up sort of within about a week. They will have hanging baskets on these posts because there have not been enough in the high street. The high street is so important. There's not been enough floor displays there. Um, so they'll be going up and they're going to look really fabulous rather than just saying no parking. We will have a basket each side of those signs. But this year we're just trying trialling sort of eight so there'll be 16 boxes but I'm really looking forward to that happening. Yeah bes- that sounds lovely. But beside that that's that's our sort of domestic boxes, non-domestic boxes, beside that we've actually look at quite a few areas. We've transformed the garden between first sight and the mineries because that was just a de- became a totally neglected space and we planted that up and that's beautiful. We've actually based the plants in that garden on Birmingham, in front of the town hall in Birmingham. It was such a beautiful garden there when Sherry and I visited with, um, for Britain in bloom, that we actually got a list of all the plants in that garden and they're the, flower- the plants that we have there in that particular garden. So that was quite, I think, an important thing that we did in the last, well, we've been going since, our, our, our team has been going since 2009. But beside that, what else do we do? We have Vineyard Street car park, which a little tiny garden in there, which we haven't managed to get done yet this year, but we will do. We do two garden areas in Crouch Street, in Highwoods. We've got six boxes that we plant up just near Tesco's along the riverside. Have you seen that this year? The bottom of North Hill, in front of the cottages, we put. I have. It bo- looks really out lovely. There. Yeah, that, that's all. But- we plant those, those cottages
0: well. are stunning, anyway. I mean, when you look at them, and I think the adding, adding the sort of floral display as well, I think really adds. It makes it look so special.
1: Well, so so important there is. Before we started doing that, we had a meeting with all the residents, and they all said, "Well, just have a go, then you can come and try it, but it won't make any difference. We get loads of vandalism here and graffiti, but and um, loads of litter." But since we've started doing that, first of all, the cottages are starting putting plants out themselves as well. And they said they no no longer get all the litter that they used to get and vandalism. And we do two paddle boats at the bottom of the park. They were just old paddle boats that were thrown away, so we plant those up. And Middleborough, that was a neglected piece of garden, you know, around the the fountain area. So we've we've actually planted that up now. We also plant up the railway station, um, North Station and St Bottles. We've got an allotment that we oversee some plants that we save from uh the park will dig up at the end of each season they they throw them, all the plants away they have to they have to have very formal controlled gardens so a lot of those plants will take to our allotment keep them going over the season then sort of thread them back into town into green pockets that need plants but we are lacking in manpower will that is something that we really need help with we get help from the good gym do you know the good gym i do and they 're just fabulous, fabulous group of people to work with they they,
0: they run, don 't they, but also do yes. good sort of uh, sort of helping out with sort of activities and projects around Colchester
1: Yes, which includes Colchester and in bloom they um, We find it difficult to exist at the moment without their help because we are so low in, in manpower they're terrific and they help if you some, you're, there's a drop-in group, so they never know how many they're going to be, but obviously now it has to be restricted how many. Before the restrictions, sometimes you get twenty-two people in the group, and they just work for an hour. But if you've got twenty-two people working there for an hour, you get two days' work, don't you?
0: You certainly do, and that makes a huge amount of sense. So, you, yeah. so you're very, so you're very much um, reliant on volunteers, and we'll perhaps talk oh. about that a little bit more and how uh, later about how people can potentially get involved. And, and I'm really pleased to hear that the bid are getting involved because that's something that is funded by businesses. And flowers you know, and, and flora and fauna around town centres do just bring it to life and make it a far more pleasant place to be and shop and, and, and have that experience, a place people want to spend time. But how... So how apart from the the, the bid, which so they've put their um, additional resource in this year, which I think is brilliant. How, how are you funded, Pam, and Culture in Bloom?
1: Um, well, in the past, we've actually raised extra funds. We're not doing that at the moment. We are hope we get a funding from the council. Um, Every year, we've had the funding from the council. So, we sort of work with that. And this year, so far, we haven't looked for extra funding. We haven't – we're not running a competition at the moment. We've always – since we started, our first year, we only ran the Colchester and Bloom competition, and we entered the town in Anglia and Bloom. Well, I was going to ask you that, Pam,
0: because you've actually – I mean, you're very modest – but you've actually been very successful, haven't you, in terms of winning awards?
1: Oh, we won loads of water with Angler and Bloom for the town. It's not us. I mean, you work, it's for the town. But it, it's the whole, the whole thing of Angler and Bloom raised, makes everybody work harder. We kept the streets free, um, free of litter. They'll come, they'll take marks off as well, give marks. So every little thing like that, all these details. It got a lot more people in the town aware and involved because it was shops and restaurants, churches, you know, we had lots of different categories, and people will keep come up to me now saying, are we doing the competition? And then they don't work quite so hard if they're not going in the competition as they did, which, you know, it's, it's quite important, but we just couldn't keep on, keep on with it. It was a lot of work. But we won um, gold awards, quite a lot of gold awards, and lots of... Ex- one year, when we went to collect the awards from Anglia and Bloom, every, they, they give you the one award for the town. Every town wins what they deserve. There's not sort of one town that gets gold. You're, there's four different categories, and beside that, you get lots of extra awards. And every time we sat down, it was Colchester was called again, and we had to keep standing up. We came home. I think with fifteen awards one year, which was that's
0: incredible, fabulous. isn't it? Well, it
1: was. How oh, it was. <laughs> and our mayor was with us that year as well, and he kept going up as well. So we all take it in turns. But every time we sat down, we had to stand up again. We have done very well, but it really is te- it's a lot of commitment and involves a lot of people to get it to work. But it doesn't get it; makes a big difference to the town.
0: It—it it certainly does. And what what do you? I mean, you're you're one of the sort of experts in this field, Pam. You're—I know you're a keen gardener as well. What what are your uh, sort of favourite flowers, plants, and shrubs? What do you what do you really like, and what makes for a good floral display?
1: Well, they want to be bright. They have to be bright. You have to plant that. Are sustainable because there's an awful lot of hybrids now that are good just to use in gardens. You now we all want different colours, but that's, that's not good to choose them necessarily for town and, and non-domestic planting because they they have to have a lot of maintenance. They have to be able to stand up and be a lot stronger. Um, if you visit my street now, because um, we had a lot of re- when we did the competition, lots of local residents took part in that as well as streets. Um, and so now we still do this in Abigail Street. We all put money into a kitty and it's a great thing to do. And then all the, the neighbours come out and help plant up some areas in our street. It looks really beautiful. Um, but we can choose this year some lovely colours. Do walk up here and have a look, Will.
0: I certainly will do. And I, gosh, I, I wish we could get back into this sort of spirit because I mean, so many people now, and I think to some extent over the course of the pandemic, we have done it because we've been checking in our neighbors and getting to know them. But I mean, Pre-COVID, I mean, loads of people didn't even, apart from your perhaps immediate neighbour to your left and your right, people didn't really know other people who lived on their streets. And I think, you know, improving your area through flora and fauna is probably a really great way of getting to know your Mm neighbours and saying, do you know what, together we have a responsibility and we can really improve uh, our sort of natural environment by, by by planting some some flowers and shrubs, and and I and I know you know you get frustrated, I get frustrated too when you know people spend money and time and put the effort in planters and then like we did in Prettygate at the shops and then some yobs come and smash them up, um, but that but yeah. but, it, but it's it's still it's still. Um, a hundred percent worth doing because it just makes everyone feel so much better when you have as you say bright floral displays you can't help but smile when you're walking along the street and you do right. see trees and flowers and shrubs that you know it, it just makes us all feel happier
1: well it raises the profile of the area as well and it certainly makes people feel happier. it's been proved they yeah, exactly I've improved it. You have to make the town a venue people want to visit. You have to make it attractive. You have to keep it clean. It's and spend time. In. Yeah, and that they choose. I mean, you've got loads of other things going on. You, of course, you can go and do out-of-town shopping now. But if you can make your town beautiful, fill it with flowers, and make it a place that people think, "Oh gosh, I really want to go and shop in this town." It's such a pleasant experience. It's not just about what shops are there it's the whole atmosphere of the place and i think that happy...
0: I, I think you're absolutely you've hit the nail on the head and i and i think more broadly even more than just um, just flora and fauna and and the work that Culture and Bloom and the bid are doing, I know the council have a real focus now on public realm and seating and lighting and mm. you know water and all sorts of other things which just make a town centre more of an experience and a better place to to be. Now, w- w- you you mentioned some council funding and I, I I know that there'll be some people listening to this thinking, hang on a minute, you know planting some flowers that's not really important. What really is important is filling pot holes and things like that. I I, I just want to put into context the scale of the funding you get, because it's only a few thousand pounds, isn't it, Pammy? We are not talking about very very much money here.
1: I have to say, other towns, um, I can't somewhere like Harrogate, they, they're funding something like 250000 a year for their yes. floral displays. They realise how important it is to a town. There was another town that was on telly. I heard some the woman talking about it. They spend the same sort of money as that. But they said it actually brings the money back in the town. They said mm. they get about 2.5 million visitors to their town. Sorry, I really can't remember the name of the town, but I can find it. Um, and they said if every one of those persons just spends one pound, they've mm. you know, more than got their money back. They said they come, these visitors come to the town just to see their floral displays. They're so famous for it. The same as Berry St. Edmunds. Have you visited Berry recently?
0: I haven't recently, no.
1: Their floral displays are fabulous. They take them really seriously. All the shops take part. and um, The town really rocks and rolls with their floral displays, and they are so busy.
0: And, and Pam, if you yes, might,
1: they know it is down to this, and it's. it's but not, I think the bid realised how important it is. Just they
0: certainly do, and I think you're absolutely right, and I hope the council will too. But if you you may not want to go into detail, but if but if I said your your funding was was less than ten thousand pounds, I wouldn't be wrong, would I? Oh no, it's,
1: I have to fight for yes, and it's less.
0: Yeah. Uh, which 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 says to <laughs> me nothing. actually.
1: It's, but it's money well spent because incredibly it's money going well spent. back into the district. Um, but I just agree with them. I mean, money should be going into the roads. It's all in the detail. It's all in small things, like the central reservations. If they look scruffy like they do, what message is that giving people that are driving into a town if there's weeds along the roadside? I mean, what is that saying to people? It's, it's small things. It's all these little things that, part, that, that count. It's
0: yeah, I, th- th- I think I mean, th- empty
1: shops should be kept clean.
0: I think you're you're absolutely right, and I think we all have a part to play, don't we?
1: Mm, So these flowers are just part of that overall keeping your town looking absolutely spot on and actually beautiful. Um, I visited a town, Girmish, in Germany, and there wasn't one place there that didn't have floral (laughs) displays and the place was spotless, and it was just gorgeous. And I came back here. This is right at the beginning. I thought, no, we've got to do something here in Colchester. And that's when I first got involved.
0: Yeah. and you, And you have made a huge difference. And of course, we've got, We've got further to go, haven't we? I mean, you um, you mentioned weeds, and 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 I I couldn't help but chuckle a little bit, but only because I know I've noticed that there is a real drive, not just here in Colchester to and Essex, but across the whole country, around rewilding, and there's sort mm. of a trend for this. And there was this sort of no mow May, which um, which I used as a bit of an excuse, if I'm being honest with my wife, not to cut our lawn. Um, but I think the, the council certainly did it with our. Uh, verges. It seems they may well be in no May, no Mo June as well. Um, but but I've noticed this sort of rewilding trend and a mood towards natural verges as opposed to cutting grass and how it's great for the bees and the butterflies and everything else. Do you think it's a fad or do you think it's something that's here to stay?
1: Well, I hope it's not just saving money. It's not just hope. I, I do hope it's not just an economical choice. But I think in many ways it's here to stay, people are far more aware of their environment. It's really important. But I was, I mentioned that we had the garden at first sight, and I walked past it and started to do a little bit of weeding. Normally I wouldn't do it without, you know, my my high vis on that people could see I was cold from bloom. But I just, it was on Sunday, and I just walked, no, it was just one evening the other night, and I saw some big weeds, so I just pulled them out as I passed. And somebody told me off and said, the council are not weeding places now. They're rewilding. They're letting everything. You you have to apply to the council if you're going to weed anywhere, which was a bit silly because this is a beautifully planted up garden that you can't have weeds in. So people do have to be aware. It was very nice. I was really pleased somebody actually was thinking about the garden. Um, so I, you know, I was quite happy about that. But it was just the attitude, you know, they've got it a little bit wrong. That You, know, you do rewild. Rewild some areas, and I walked yesterday in Hilly Fields with my dog, and that I was very surprised to just find that they've only got pathways, and the grass is longer there than I've ever seen it before. But Mm. it was—it's very nice that they've done that. Well, we used to keep it all lower, but people must realise that there is rewilding, but you don't rewild um, established gardens.
0: Well, I think I, I think that's right. And I think, you know, the, the, the weather hasn't helped us much because we had that long dry spell and then an awful mm. lot of rain. And as a result, I mean, certainly it's done wonders for my roses, but it's also meant that my grass, uh, is, is, my lawn is a bit like a jungle. Um, yeah. it, it, every time I come back from London, I think, oh, another weekend the mower's got to come out. Um, <laughs> but if you leave it too long, it makes it rather tricky to mow. Um, well, it doesn't you, move, does it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Are you, no, now you it's mentioned very it.
1: Nice, sorry, it's very nice to leave it. I mean it's a great thing to do, but especially for wild I mean I'm really involved, you know, I think we have so many wild animals we should really be preserving them and thinking about our wild animals in the country.
0: Yeah, I think I think I think that's right, and is that I think the debate will go on about where that should be, and I, I've still a bit of a question mark for me over verges and roundabouts, but certainly in some other areas, I'm, I'm all for planting sort of wildflower meadows and things like that. But I, I suppose it's it's as you say, it can't be an excuse for just cutting costs and not um, uh, and, 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 and not cutting grass. Now you mentioned your dog and walking on hilly fields, and we've. We've uh, we've heard, heard the odd uh, the odd bark in the background, but and I know that you um you, you spin so many plates uh, at uh, any one time. You've, you've got the the shop and you've got your artistic endeavours up at Cuckoo Farm. Um, for, for the for the benefit of our listeners, um, I wonder if you could tell me if 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 uh, I, this is a rhetorical question on my part, but what what's the connection between uh, that work, your artistic uh, work, and and Colchester in Bloom?
1: The um, mm. well, reason, and the reason I, I, I ask yeah, that is
0: because obviously mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen some of your you know, quite incredible, colourful, you know, artistic um, sort of pottery and sculpture work. Um, there, there, there is a sort of art, isn't there, to to planting and which colours go together and and oh, and, and, and how and how you yeah. put together a display. It's and what I mean by that, it's not just about popping down the garden center grabbing a load of plants sticking them in a planter and hoping for the best
1: oh no no you have to have you have to know exactly what you're going to put colors together of course there's a great connection there um, it's very creative doing gardening it's... and 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 I guess planning as well isn't it it's um, mm.
0: a, and about no, knowing what's going to come up when what needs um, pruning when and and you know what needs what needs attention at what times of the year and things like that
1: mm. and I've didn't come into this as a gardener. I have no real... I've always enjoyed a little bit of gardening, but I don't know a lot about plants, and I don't know a lot about gardening, and I've learnt a lot over the last few years doing this. I really came into Colchester Bloom because I wanted to see the town looking lovely. I was in a business at the time. I had my gallery open in St John's Street, where my daughter's shop is now, which is Jet, the shop Jess in St John's Street. And so I came into this... I was used to go to a group called Destination Colchester, at the time. And the colt we used to meet the council on a regular basis, but from our bit because of the business side of it. And they were running culture in bloom competition. They only had 10 entrants. And this is how I actually said, well, I think, you know, we'd quite like to be involved in this and try and get the competition back on on form and the following year we took it on and we had over a hundred entrants the next year and it just grew and grew from there and we got more and more involved in it and then I sort of got involved in the planting. But if you come and actually see what we've done in Col- in Street, so I mentioned it earlier, it was just for you to see the colours that we've actually chosen and you can see they're all beautifully coloured going together. You can only have three or four colours in one display, you mustn't overdo that. Um, I'm certainly
0: going to pop down. I'm certainly going to come and see Pam. The um, so I mean the in in, in in terms of the sort of displays that you you put together, what's um, what's next? Because uh, I'm I, I'm conscious, you know. See, other towns do an awful lot more. Uh, is the plan to sort of look at? sort of going bigger and bolder and better and asking the council for more money and public subscription and getting businesses involved. And, you know, I'm also just conscious that, you know, in lots of other towns, they have lots of open garden events and it's not something you see very often in Colchester, which, you know, I think is a bit of a shame because so many people put so much love and effort and attention into their gardens and it's almost exclusively and privately for them. And, you know, I I mean, I think we're all a little bit nosy, aren't we? So the idea of mooching around someone else's garden and having a, a look at what they've done and what they did differently um i think would appeal to a lot of people and also if you're a a gardener um i would have thought a bit like an artist you you're you you would like to show off your works to to other people and your successes and to some extent what what didn't go so well too
1: oh yeah well of course there is open gardens in um they've just had one actually last week in newtown they had a virtual open garden this year, right? whereas every year they normally have open gardens. And there's the open gardens in the street off East Hill. They have it every year and they call it the secret garden.
0: Well, there so you go. Can, I mean, it sounds like something they they we need to encourage secret. more.
1: Well, we did when we had our competition, when we ran the Colchester and Bloom competition. Of course, we had all front gardens and people worked really hard with their front gardens. We couldn't do back gardens because of the time it would take to people had to be home and they'd have to open their back gardens. So we only did front gardens where where it was all visible. And we'd spend about two days. In fact, Darius Laws would come with us. He was a judge. um, for two years running. So we'd have you know quite a big. We had about four different judging panels going round the town, looking at businesses, looking at clubs, looking at front gardens. And it's very hard this year not doing it because I keep seeing these gorgeous front gardens and thinking, oh, that would be good to go into the competition. But people did work hard. They did make a difference having the competition. It's just something to to work toward. Not necessarily that want to win it, but it's just nice having something that's there, isn't it? At the end of the day. But yeah, I of course. Kind of, it. With my own work, and you know, if I haven't got a deadline. You can't
0: work in the same way. It just helps, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a, it certainly does. And it's something, to, as you say, to plan towards. Now, Pam, mm. you, you mentioned the importance of volunteers to, uh, to Culture in Bloom. And Now, if, if there are people listening, and I'm sure there will um, will be, that will be thinking, do you know what? This sounds really fun. You know, I, This is an opportunity to sort of brush up on my gardening skills, perhaps share some of the things that I've learned, um, uh, and, and get involved in beautifying our town. How, how could someone that wants to volunteer get in touch with you and, and, uh, and get involved? Well,
1: through our Facebook. We do have a website, but I think it's not that functioning at the moment. They contact, just, just ask on our Facebook and we'll get back to them. And it'll we'll be as simple as Facebook. Colchester in Bloom on Facebook. Yes, but it'd be very, we could do more. If we had more help, people helping, we could do a lot more
0: yeah i think i think that's, that's fair and well, that's
1: all and actually we have to water we have to maintain it's not just the you know there's so much behind it as well you don't just put the flowers out you then have to keep them alive and keep them going you have the to ongoing maintenance. And there's, and there's various areas in the town that i'd like to see you know lots of green pockets The more people that help we can actually make all these green pockets floral and beautiful
0: well, there you go. That's the challenge, isn't it? To the people mm. of Colchester, to step up and help beautify a town by getting involved with Colchester and Bloom.
1: But you, can, um, you, you can
0: only do what you can when you've only got a small group. Of course. Yeah, of course, I completely understand. And say, say, for example, we've got a business listening to this and they're thinking, do you know what, how could we help either with our employees getting involved on days off or, you know, some so- corporate social responsibility, or even if they're thinking, do you know what, this is something we'd like to sponsor. Is it? Is it exactly the same? Could they, could they get in touch via the Facebook group?
1: Oh, yes. Well, we have had sponsors from businesses in the past quite a bit. And people can have their own project. They could actually take on a business, could take on one green pocket in town and that can be their baby. And, they, you know, could even have a plaque or something out. You know, this area is sponsored and maintained by such and such a business. But they would have to do it. <laughs> no,
0: well, I, 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 you know, and I think um, there's, there's we, the challenge. There? Know,
1: it's not enough, really. It would be nice for them to do that and have their own area. There's also, we haven't mentioned schools, because there's schools in Bloom, and that made a huge difference as well. We've actually got this particular, and then, you know, everything will pick up again now that we come hopefully, if we come out of lockdown fully, and this time next year, we can have quite a different conversation, Will. But the well, schools I've, I've, in I've Bloom is quite so. an important area as well. Yeah, I,
0: I, can, I completely see that. Um, but Pam it, it has been lovely speaking speaking with you. I've learned a huge amount. Um I'm lo- I'm looking forward to getting my my fork and spade out and coming and giving you giving you a hand at some point and learning m- even more about what you do. Um,
1: and uh, have that in writing please.
0: Will. You you, ser- you certainly can well to be honest. I've got a big enough challenge in my own garden, but I but I I'd love to, I'd love to come and help you and I'll be in touch about seeing mm. how we can set that up. But but mm. I just like to put on record on behalf of everyone in Colchester so really a huge thank you to everything you do and everyone in Colchester. Bloom, who play such a large part in volunteering their time uh, and and uh, beautifying our, our town centre and you know, no doubt the work that you'll continue to do. And then I would just encourage anyone listening to to give you all the support that they can to help this organisation that's doing brilliant things across cultures to go from strength to strength.
1: Ah, oh, Will, thank you so much. Let me thank also the team that I have got, if they listen to this. Um, I've got... Real, some really lovely people working we're a nice little group and we're a very friendly group if anybody does want to come along and work with us, everybody would be welcome and the people that we've got now are just smashing, everyone works hard and we all work well together and I also work very closely with Sherry, I have to say Sherry Hodgson because she and I do as much as each other she's really sort of up there with me we're doing the jobs. And I must thank you, Will, because whenever we have had any problem throughout the last few years, you've always been there supportive and helped us get over the problems. And thank you.
0: Well, that, that's my my absolute pleasure. I say it's been lovely speaking with you and I hope we can speak again soon.